Welcome aboard, Captain. Welcome back to the Star Trek Minute, the semi-daily podcast where we talk about and celebrate Star Trek for the voyage home, one knowing minute at a time. I'm David Stoker. And I'm Chris LaSalle. Hey, Chris. Yeah. You're going to continue on with that Spock is the smartest man alive thing, aren't you? He is literally the smartest man alive. <laughs> I mean, Data has got nothing on him. Whoa. That's uh, that's pretty bold. As we will see in this minute, that it is. Uh, let's talk about it. This is minute 25, and this minute starts with Ahura trying to modify the probe's signal. And this minute ends with the rotating search on the bird of prey. All right. So let's get into it. Okay, so get into it. Uh, so Hura uh, has figured it out. I, I think I've made this comment before about um, keyboards and <laughs> input devices um, on a starship. Yeah. This has got to be literally the most basic uh, input device I've ever seen. I mean, it's... It's and I know we've seen some whoppers on the original series, mm-hmm. but there's literally like 15 buttons here, and somehow she's pushing them in some sort of coordinated fashion to modify this, modulate this signal so that it sounds like it's underwater. Yes. Like that is that is talent. It, it is. My my note was um, that looks like something you'd find at a museum of science. Or a children's museum, you know, they, oh, yeah. they mock up a, a control panel of some sort. They give you a, a handful of colored lights. Yeah. None of them do anything other than turn the light on and off. Right. Uh, press the press the lights in sequence, and it'll give you a little surprise. Right. Um, I yeah, it's it's it's. I guess it's a you know a testament to Ahura's skill uh, that she can you know, use this rudimentary panel. And, and, and get the results that Kirk is looking for. So I, th- I think this goes back to something, again, we probably said last season, or uh, maybe even Wrath of Khan, is Klingons are just a bunch of idiots. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think they're just a bunch of meatheads because they clearly need simplistic controls in order to operate their, you know, their, their, their scientific uh, portions of the vessel. Wow. You are on fire today. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it's a. Uh, it's just that the this the bird of prey doesn't have any of the uh, optional extras, right? It's got the it's got the it's the basic model. Uh, yeah, right. You could you could say that. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> the the other question I had, so or you know, she, how does Ahura know that she's got it, that she figured it out? You know, what I mean? um, like, how yeah, I, 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 this is, uh, you've mentioned this uh, in a couple of minutes where I was, you know, being negative about this movie and, and I'm going to preface again, this is one of my favorite Star Trek movies of all of them. So <laughs> the fact that I'm nitpicking 
it doesn't mean that I don't like it. Okay. But to that point, to, to what you had been saying the last couple of minutes is that they're just rushing us through this part of the story so that they can get to the, the good parts. Mm-hmm. You know, they need to know these things because we need to know these things. So therefore, they almost have like, you, you know, these magical powers to, uh, to solve these, these issues. Oh, I think I've got it. Exactly. Like, how would you, if I were Kirk, I'd be like, how do you know? Right. Because we, we literally listened to like, you know, 10 seconds of her fiddling with it. All these different, we're getting all different versions of the, of the probe uh, signal, right? Yeah. Sounds you know, high, you know, it's like playing high speed and then, you know, really high pitched. And then like, how does she know it? that isn't it? Like, did, I don't know. I, yeah, and how does she – I mean I know we're – that they are hooked into the Federation's database, which could help. But I got to I gotta figure that water on Kronos has got to be different than water on Earth, right? And I, I, I know that sounds like a stupid comment, but I'm like wouldn't their computers be more tuned to their own environment versus what water may – the density and the salinity of water on earth. Like Kirk's comment is just basically like, can you just make this sound as if it, you know, the salinity and, you know, temperature of water. Like he doesn't say like earth water. Hmm. And I know that's a stupid comment, but <laughs> Dave, I, that was just, a stupid comment. That was so dumb. Can you imagine if that was the podcast and we just insulted each other back and forth? <laughs> You're just an idiot, Chris. Like, I can't believe you said that. Wow. I can't believe. Yeah, this you're, <laughs> you really put your foot into this one. Um, no, I mean, I, I just I, I, I agree with you 100 percent. Like, I, I feel like how does she know that it's this is what it's going to sound like underwater on Earth? Right. Well, the, the only kind of maybe sort of is the display that uh, is that we can see. That Uhura is not paying any attention to, uh, but Kirk is looking at, um, and it it looks like it might be representing a patch of water. Mm. Um, well, I thought it was like the sound waves being modulated. Oh, sure. Well, it could be that too. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so she's got it. Uh, I don't know. Like maybe she had a target. You know, she punched in, you know, salinity, density, all that stuff. She had a target. Yeah. And she was just trying to hit the buttons until the, you know, the signal matched the target, and that's how she knew she had it. It's entirely possible. I don't. I don't know. I guess we. This is one of those things where you just have to, you know, take take it as a leap of faith that you know, they're being honest with us. Why would a movie lie to us, Chris? <laughs> the whole thing's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, I like this minute because uh, we get a Spock fascinating. And I feel like it's been a long time since we've heard him say that. Really? He didn't say it just last minute? No. Did he? Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> no, he didn't. Uh, no. I, uh, well, I'm pretty sure he, he, we didn't get him in search for Spock. Right, we only we only had a couple lines of dialogue at the end. Yep. Um, I don't recall that. I feel like I have every line memorized of Wrath of Khan. Well, I think he says it maybe when they're in the um, 
when they're looking at the film of Genesis and he's like fascinating. <laughs> That's not what he sounds like. Fascinating. <laughs> uh. <laughs> you don't like that impression? <laughs> uh, yeah, you might be right. He might he may have said it during that. It literally is Genesis. Yeah, it right. literally is Genesis. That was my. Uh, okay, but so anyway, so I'm happy happy with a minute because I get a fascinating, and I, I do I do love do love that. Uh, and then I think we get to what you were you were hinting at at the top of the show. Uh, if my suspicion is correct, there could be no response to this message. Right, and they listen to it for all of about ten seconds. Like literally, I think maybe eleven. I'll, maybe I'll, I'll throw in the extra second. You know, everything's better when it goes to eleven. Um, if somebody played, <laughs> if somebody played an audio clip for you of an animal that went extinct three hundred years ago, would you know off the top of your tip of your tongue that that was a, a I, whale song? I, I mean, the only reason I know it sounds like whale song is because I've seen this movie. <laughs> and um, I was looking up just, just just to see how many different species of whale there are. Okay. There's over 90 species of whales, dolphins, and porpoises. So you're telling me that not only did you listen to this for 11 seconds, picked out the one that's not that is of n- over 90 different species and by the way has been extinct for 300 years he we got to get the crown made up for him smartest man alive because uh, bravo spock yeah. i mean that that is data like you know computations yeah do you know i mean spock has you know conveniently over the years in the series and the movies just you know he he knows everything about earth history and yeah do you think i don't know if they've ever it'd be kind of funny does, if they, does if he they, live on does he live on earth i mean obviously he lived you know when they're out traveling um you know in the ship yeah kirk has you know we see kirk's home in wrath mm-hmm. like does i'm assuming that spock lives off on vulcan like where does Spock live? That's you know, where where does Spock live? Um, <laughs> no, to your point, like uh, he's super interested in you know in in humans, even though he's trying to purge all of his human emotions. Oh, you know, well, thank you. You kind of answered a question I had, which is why is he so obsessed with Earth? But you're right, he's half human, so maybe that's why. Because yeah. I'm like, we don't ever meet any other character in Star Trek that like knows everything about, say, Klingons. Right, yeah. knows knows everything about their history and, uh, but okay, half human. That's got to be that's got to be why he spent sure. so much time. Uh, Better to know the enemy inside of you so you can rip it right out. Whoa, man, that's heavy. <laughs> I don't know. I, I the last couple of minutes. I, and again, I love Spock. I love this movie, and I hate nitpicking, especially these stupid little things. But it's like. They just are putting him on this, like, next level. And I think you said it either last minute or the minute before. Like, doesn't Kirk always – isn't it always like he goes to Spock? You know, Spock, what do you think? Yeah. You know, yeah, right. because he's got he, – he, he has the answer. However, 
I say that with a caveat because at the end of this movie, we get a very unlike Spock moment. Yep. Um, so to that, we'll, we'll get to that when we, when we get there, I guess. Save it. Uh, okay. So the other thing, uh, yeah, uh, I, his response, you know, if my suspicion's correct, there can be can be no response to this message. It's so. Why can't you just say? Why does he have to answer like that? It's very melodramatic. Well, it's not. It's, it's not just that he says it. It's that he walks away. <laughs> so he says, "Fascinating. If my suspicion is correct, there can be no response to this to this message." And then totally walks away. He's singularly focused. He does say, "Excuse me," doesn't he? Did he say, "Excuse me," or did I imagine that? Um, I don't. That's a good question. Does he say? No, he does. Me? Yeah, he says, "Excuse me," and then and then <laughs> Kirk says, "Where are you going?" <laughs> Which is it's like, it's like what, what's happening here? What did what did I miss? Yeah, I do like that. It's very it's a very human moment. Like what? Almost like you know, say us, the audience is like, what, yeah. "Where's he going?" <laughs> Kirk says it. So he's going to test his theory. Yep. And again, how? How? Well, now we're going to learn how. What did you call this thing at the top of the minute? Oh, I don't know. Some search mode or something. <laughs> yeah, I, I have the, all... It's the phylum search mode. Right. And I think this is... this is. I had asked about this when they were getting ready to leave Vulcan. And I think it was Chekhov who said the bird of prey was wired into... Right, Federation. Uh, Federation. So... So the the question, this may be the answer to that. Like, why did they say that? And is this the answer? Are, are we looking at this phylum search mode that Spock's using? Is that Federation data or is that uh, Klingon data that he's looking at? Oh, I I think that's like Earth. Again, it's in English. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. I I, yeah. I feel like that for our benefit that it's it's Federation information. Because why would the Klingons have information about otters and bats? There's an otter in there? I think so. I think that looks like an otter, doesn't it? There's a lion. There was. Oh, I should have counted all the different ones you saw. Well, well there's bat. It looks like an otter. Maybe it is a lion. I don't know. Armadillo. Uh, and then there's like a crab, and then something, and then and then it gets into then it gets into like the the whales and stuff. Or the sea life, I should say. The sea life, the ocean life. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, this is so you're, this is Starfleet's phylum search tool. Yeah, I believe so. That he's connected to, even though Starfleet is crap in the bed. Yes. And losing all power. He's, sure. He's able to search the records. Absolutely. So I'm going to assume that he's connected to, say, a local star base. And that's where he's he's getting this from. He obviously can't be getting it from Earth, right? He can't be connected to Earth. I don't know. That's a good question, man. Thank you. That is a very very solid question. How how is he downloading this information? Unless when they connected, they pull information, like they just. Pulls it's down. not like it's. This isn't like stream. They're not streaming this data. Like they they pulled like a bunch of data from. Gotcha. 
I mean, I I'm not see- saying I'm not saying that's the answer. I'm just saying like that's the only because yeah, if Earth has lost power, they're not sending out a Wi-Fi signal because there's no cloud cover and the you know everything. Or are they getting it from a satellite? Well, no, because again, uh, because on, if, even even space dock is down, so they can't uh, they can't get it. Uh, yeah, unless he's getting it from a ship somewhere that hasn't been touched. That's that's what I. That's what I think. It's got to be. It's got to be a local star base that they're tapped into. Mm. Um, and you know, to to you know to point counterpoint your. Oh, maybe they downloaded it when they connected. You know, right. This would be the high priority item to download. Would be uh, make sure you get all the uh, uh, the animal species <laughs> records. <laughs> gonna, we might need that later. Well, I don't know. Maybe they just got a bunch of data. Right. Okay. So that so that was one question. The other question is the um, the displays themselves. The uh, well, not the displays. The graphics. The graphics. The text. Everything is like you know shades of orange. Yep. And so, uh, is this just what Klingons like to see? Because remember, remember the evil, <laughs> your, the evil jack o' lantern. Every like yep. almost all the displays we've seen are in these are, shades or, are orange. Yes. Yeah, like a monochrome. Yep. Um, so if you if I was looking at this uh, uh, on Earth or on a Starfleet vessel, mm. I'm assuming it would be in color. Would you think? Well, they did have um, back on the bridge when they're looking at the wave, you know, that she's modulating. That was in color. That was in color. You're right. It's just everything else is like red. Hmm. And yeah, there's a couple of splashes of color here and here, but I, I would say predominantly the color is red. And that might be a Klingon thing, like you said. That could just be Yeah. Maybe it's how they see. Yeah. Right. Maybe they maybe they see better in red. Like like a dog. They just see in monochrome. Sure. Sure. Okay. Bye. So here's okay, here's what I want to do. So we're almost at the end of the minute. Um, yep. I wanna put out uh, it's a it's a quiz. It's a quiz for you, David. Okay, and Christopher. For, and a quiz for the listeners. Okay. And uh, I'm gonna say if you know <laughs> if you, if, you, if you know the answer, I need you to hold it. <laughs> so you give me a quiz. Give me a and quiz. And I can't. E- and then I can't even answer it. Uh, we're gonna answer it on the next episode. Okay. So if you go to second uh, fifty-five, when we're looking at, we're looking at the monitors. See in the phylum search mode. Yes. Do you recognize those monitors? Do I recognize the monitors? Do you recognize what we're looking at? We've seen it before. Do you mean the picture or are you talking about the... No, not this, not what's on the screen, just the monitors themselves, everything or everything you see in the shot, except for the what's on the screen. You got me. I don't know. All right. I will give you the answer in our next episode. Oh. Uh, I'm very pleased with myself with some of the research I did. Um, and it's a fun, uh. it's a fun tidbit. Okay. All right. So we, so basically what you're saying is that me and the listeners have to wait. You have to wait until our next episode, till minute 26, seven. Yes. 26. What are we on? <laughs> We're we're on minute 25. 25. Right. Okay. 
Well, that's all I have for this minute, Dave. What about you? Uh, I think that's it. I think, you know, uh, I didn't dislike this minute. I just feel like, again, the last couple of minutes, they're, they're, they're setting Spock up to be like this superhuman, and I know that's the wrong, he's not human, you know, superhuman, but it's just like, he's, he's like, he's like, he's like just super smart. And I feel like they could have, and again, I feel like I said it before, I'll say it again. I feel like they could have done it a different way so that didn't, you know, everything seems to rest on how because, again, coming up in a few minutes, he's he's going to be smart again, and you know. Well, is this is this just is this just what Spock is? Is this who Spock is supposed to be if he was a hundred percent Vulcan? I don't I don't know. Is it super, maybe? Am, am I computer? just am I just am I just mad because he's like super smart? <laughs> is is that is is it just is it just bugging me because is of it jealousy? Maybe jealousy. I don't know, um, but I mean, like, I feel like he didn't really do this in like Rathacon. No, like he didn't. He wasn't like, you know, even even when they were looking up the Reliant codes, and he was like, he's like the Reliant codes, and he, you know, Kirk came up with that idea. Right. Like he didn't go to Spock for that idea. He assisted, but it wasn't like. He didn't turn to Spock and be like, what, what, what can we do here? He had already been formulating the plan of what he wanted to do, and Spock came in and was like – he was confirming. He's like, yeah, the, 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 the command codes, and he's like, you know, it's our only chance. And uh, you know, here it's like – like you said, he turns and you know, he's like, you know, what, what are we going to do here, Spock? You know, I'm turning to you, and Spock magically has all the answers. I think you're, I think you're hitting it, Dave. I think you're hitting on what's missing. I, I think it's um, the the thing I've, I know I've talked about it before many times. That the thing that I love about Kirk and Spock's relationship is that they, you know, they can finish each other's sentences. They know right. what each other's thinking. Um, we're not seeing that here. You're seeing a very independent Spock. Right. Right. He's thinking. He's just you know he's doing things on his own. He's being mysterious and pedantic, and you know you know he's being a Tuvok. He's being a, you know other hmm. Vulcans that we know. Um, yeah, I guess maybe that's what I'm missing is that he's not he, – he, you know, he's being jerky Spock. He's being jerky Vulcan and not necessarily human interactive Spulcan, you know, Vulcan. <laughs> Did I just say Spulcan? I just came up with a new word. Spulcan. 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 Uh, all right. Well, on that note, <laughs> uh, why don't we wrap it up? Wrap it up. All righty. Uh, folks, thanks for thanks for listening. Um, if you are uh, having a good time, uh, we'd love for you to uh, take a moment and go uh, rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or whatever they're calling themselves these days. Um, every rating and review uh, just helps the uh, raise the visibility of the show. We love uh, getting new listeners because we like to hear from everybody and interact with all of our listeners. Um, so yeah, uh, rate, re- review, and subscribe. Uh, uh, subscribe, please, and thank you. Uh, and we're going to be back again uh, on Wednesday talking about minute 26 of the voyage home here at the Star Trek Minute. Bye now. Goodbye. <laughs>